Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Let's go out tonight. Let's go out and something. Let's go. Have a good time. There's a party going on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Episode 29. Minute 29. Hey everyone, it's Dan. Oh my god, Tommy just got killed, I think. Billy's in the house. And... I got, I got like eight names in my head at the same moment. Chris is in the shower. Let's continue watching this very chaste shower scene. Oh, we ended with the door of the bathroom is opening and Chris is in the shower. Here we go. This entire minute is Chris in the shower. You can see her body sort of silhouetted through a very tough to see through shower curtain, but you can't see anything. You, you can't see anything at all. Most of the time in the minute, the camera is actually um, outside the shower looking at the curtain. The, the interesting thing being that um, uh, that it's very clear when you watch it, and I'm just, I'm just rewinding to make sure that I'm not being a jackass. Yes, it's very clear that the previous minute ended with the camera actually in the shower with Chris like she's running the shower on herself and the camera the cameraman um, probably Steven Tyler is standing in the shower with her the camera turns and suddenly there's a big gap in the shower curtain we see the door open and then and then the camera pans back into the shower and it's like whoa you're right there I am she I, I, she must have that on 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 cold um, because the steam would would screw up uh, the lens right there. She must... Ah, that's a question I would have asked. Were you actually taking a hot shower, or was that a cold shower when the camera was in there with you? I bet it's cold, and I bet it's kind of unpleasant. And she does turn towards us for a moment as she, she washes herself up, and she sort of has her shirt hanging, like, within the shower, where I would think it would get wet, or if not wet, at least very damp. There's a lot of space in that room, so why not use it? And she seems to be pretty nude behind the 
shower curtain, but Jen Jensen says that she she didn't go full on like nude, but she may have been nude behind the curtain in that then in the, the Alma Draft House uh, interview. Um, oh my gosh, I think they have the same towels we do. Um, and, but because um, she said at one point that like she she teaches acting, and you say to yourself, the woman who played Chris teaches acting. She says in the interview, she says the problem she had was that she was a uh, theater actor and she was kind of acting as if she were in the theater. And there's a very different style of acting and it feels a bit different. So, um, but I like her anyways. So, yeah. Um, But she says, yeah, that like she has had students come up to her on occasion and and she teaches like eighth grade or something like that or or like high school or something, you know, and and she says, I'm very glad I didn't do a nude scene because, you know, when suddenly like 12 or 13 year old boys come up to you and say, I saw you in last slumber party. All you think is, oh, thank God I wasn't naked in that. So um, it's a very chaste shower scene and that's pretty much the whole scene is that the killer is like lurking on the other side of the curtain looking at her. Possibly he's going to go in after her. Possibly not. We don't know by the end of the minute what he's up to. It's just a couple of shots of her within the shower showering and a couple shots outside the shower. I applaud her for being, I am very much like this myself. Before any fool around, I like to have, I like to have showered. I like to be nice and clean. Um, now, now that is, I mean, part of the part of the fun sometimes is that you've had a long day and you're a little sweaty and, you know, it's just like, yeah, get into it. Enjoy, enjoy the odors. Enjoy the human odors. But in general, I like to be clean. Um, maybe that's... You know, and, and here's the thing. Maybe I learned it from Chris. No, I didn't learn it from Chris because I didn't see this until the mid-90s. And by the mid-90s, trust me, I had... Um, I don't know what I'd done. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I'd done, but I'm sure it felt great. But I, I do applaud the fact that she is going there and she is... Um, just cleaning herself off and then in in Linda's Linda's shower and then she's going out to this 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 drunk stink bomb uh, this this drunk uh, you know Arnold Ziffel's uh, human brother out on the uh, out on the uh, bed here although he's obviously not out on the bed here it's, it is interesting I mean the whole minute takes place inside this tiny bathroom with this weird sh- shower scene that you, you keep expecting to go a little more like, yeah, give us a little bit of... But it never never goes to that place. It's very chaste. It's funny. It, it's, it's one of the few slasher films of this time period, I think, that, um, not counting the parodies, like your, uh, your Wacko or your Pandemonium, but that gets an R probably because of language. It's certainly not gore. I don't think. I don't think it would be gore. I don't think it would be gore, um, and it's certainly not nudity. I mean that that shower scene. I, yeah, there's no. I mean the shower scene in this house possessed is more graphic than this shower scene. I mean you don't even get like shots of like her feet or her 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 like ankles or calves or like her back or anything. I mean well you see her back when when the camera turns, but you don't get any like it's all like long shots and 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 like. Uh, and and medium shots. There are no like close up like start start at her at her ankle and then then travel up her leg kind of thing. You know, there's none of that. It's just all from a distance and all this creepy guy lurking outside the um the shower and so let's say this was eighty four, came out in eighty eight. We'll say so after twenty four years from Psycho, what had we learned? 
I don't know, to be a little more chaste, to not actually have the killer do anything. The killer, I mean, there is a point where the, the camera, which I, I'm guessing is the killer, is, is right outside the shower curtain and Chris kind of like turns her body you see her body turn and she sort of looks outward it's like can't she see that I mean I thought for a second she was gonna you were gonna hear like Tommy is that you when clearly Tommy was dressed in like pink and jeans and this guy's in like all sort of blue is it not it's not turquoise what is the color um turquoise I think is lighter than what this color is sort of a blue dark blue 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 green uh scrubs so, but but no, she doesn't. She, no one's. I guess the killer sees her. Hmm. In the in the end, we don't really get much about the killer himself, what he's up to, who he is, that kind of thing. So so I don't know if this is something where it's like, um, he sees a naked lady or naked person and that kind of like i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you and then he kind of pauses and he hangs there and has to gird his loins as it were because he's encountered some bare loins i really don't know but yeah chris is is showering away and i i don't see the toilet i'm trying to work on my theory that that door we saw that door within the bathroom um, was a toy boy i wish i'd lived in a house like this Oh gosh, I would have loved to have grown up in a really big house. We, I mean, uh, we grew up in just a standard suburban style houses. I mean, I, I've said before my um, uh, my the house I grew up in Berry Road, where we lived from about seventy four, seventy five when I was one or two to eighty five when I was twelve. My um, room was at the uh, very base of the top of the steps. So like when you got to the top of the steps my room was right there and so when slasher films came out and i saw all sorts of people coming into houses and killing family members and my dad and then my dad died i thought okay well i'm first defense when i hear someone break in on the first floor because the second floor was pretty high up and um you you yeah you might be able to get up on an awning and get to something but you'd have to it would be tricky to do so um so when i heard like someone break in i was like i always thought like i am first defense to protect my mom and my sister and uh, my my sister with the uh sesame street poster on the door my mom with the elvis presley poster on her door yep yep when i was um you know when i was a little kid you know my mom had a elvis presley poster on her door which is awesome but uh and then kingsgate north i was i started off in an upstairs tiny bedroom upstairs but then i moved as a long story i eventually ended up in the l-shaped bedroom that i think i probably talked to you guys about where um you would you would go down the little steps in the split level thing the the bottom portion of the split level and in front of you there was this big like i don't even know what decade 70s i guess wood paneled 60s wood paneled um like like literally like like it was like um it was like the out uh, it was like just strips of wood all along the wall such a great room and and the and the floor was like a like a uh like a lumberjack flannel uh kind of um rug and basically what you would do is my room was you 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 basically you you step down the steps to your right was a little hallway a door at the far end that led you out in the patio to the pool Two doors within the hallway. One on the left, which went to my brother's room, my stepbrother's room, Mike, who just turned 40, I believe. Um, happy birthday, Mike. And, uh, and that room was, wasn't very big, but he was only there every other weekend. So, so that was okay. It was basically like a hotel room. 
and then opposite that was a really nice bathroom. But then what you did, you went into the family room, which is always kind of dark and lovely, and we put one of our two Christmas trees. You go to the far right corner, in between the love seat and the stereo, being sure not to bump into the deer's head. You stick your fingers in between a crack in be yeah in between uh, in between a crack um in the in the the like the wooden um uh, planks that made up the wall, and you would pull out a door. And there was no doorknob. There's no nothing like that. If you didn't know the door was there, you wouldn't know there was a room there unless you did a Sherlock Holmes style thing where you were like, where's the rest of the space that I see from the outside? And that was my room. It was a long hallway where pretty much all my stuff was. And then just this nice little space where I had a bed and I had a bookcase and a dresser with a stereo on it. And on top of the bookcase was a little TV. Uh, no heat. They eventually put in a space heater, um, which I never used. So we got really cold. But um, that was the room I grew up in. And I, I, I hesitate to say that Linda's bathroom is about the size of that bedroom. Um, currently, we're having fun watching Chris in the shower. Or watching the killer watching Chris in the shower. But I had a lot of fun in my room, too. My room had more windows. My room was close to the pool. I could actually sneak out. The great thing about it was it was a first floor, so I could actually sneak out of it if I needed to at night and go and do stuff. I rarely did that. I'm no I'm no crazy-ass rebel, but uh, sometimes it happened. So that's sorry. I went off on a tangent there, but these rooms, they remind me of places, and I did not grow up anywhere near Louisiana, but um, I grew up on the suburbs near the edge of Rochester. L- literally, like if you drove up our street, Kingsgate North, you took a right and drove for two or three minutes, you'd be... You you would there was a I think it was at the 101 you you cross over or under the 101 which is about a half mile up the street and you were in the city of Rochester which is pretty gamey um, but we were okay uh, so, so that's last slumber party that's my uh, reminiscence party and sorry about that everyone I went a little overboard right there um, I guess we're getting close to the end of the the, uh, the first half hour of the movie so I just went a little, a little too much and of course if I can say um, this minute is basically a woman taking a shower mm, you gotta say what you gotta say so listen <laughs> 